Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Audio Frontier. Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is Wrestling Death and is scheduled for one hour. Maybe more. It has no real time limits. Making their way into your ears. First, from a place called Garniston, he is the Pyramid, Red Florence! Margaret Erefiend coming out, you stick on, stick that big lead, red light bulb on for a fiend. And his partner, Fader Top End of Stevenson. Honky Tonk Man's going to take the bump for this, he's going to bump for it. I'm going to take the bump for you, I'm going to take the bump for you. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Wrestling Daft. My name's Rab Florence and I'm joined as ever by my good friend, my compadre, my tag team partner. <laughs> Grado! Do you like a big pause there? People Aye. like that, my podcast stopped working. I liked um, party had the other morning on a Zoom call. I liked that party you were doing when you were kidding on your Wi-Fi was frozen. I've never saw that before. That, that was pretty good. He was doing that, John, on a Zoom call, man. He was going like that. Big important meeting and that, and he's giving it fucking kidding on his, his Wi-Fi was frozen. I appreciated that, because the guy was kind of biffing out a bit. He's doing it. It's good, isn't it? <laughs> this will only make sense if you're watching the video on Patreon. <laughs> it's quite funny, you need to see it. <laughs> I trained myself to be good at stoning still when I, after I saw Jurassic Park, I saw a T-Rex and all that, and I thought to myself, <laughs> if I ever run into a T-Rex, I want to be, be good at freezing myself. So, big news this week in wrestling, of course, was the uh, animal of the Legion of Doom passed away. Um, Legion of Doom, man. When you, were a wee, when you were a wee guy, let me tell you something, see when you are a wee guy, Legion of Doom were one of the most exciting things you've ever seen in your life. Gredo, yeah. you... you uh, you knew Animal, right? You had a you well. You, I say Aye. knew him, but you know, what I mean, knew him in the sense that you know anybody. You know what I mean? Aye. Uh, I watched the WrestleMania in Orlando when the Hardys come back. I watched it with him. I've spoken this before. Mm-hmm. Him, mm-hmm. Spud, and Cabana, and Borash, and Double J, and he was totally brand new. He was there with his messy, so it's kind of sad thinking about that woman. So my thoughts go to definitely her because. Uh, Aye, man, it's a sad story in it. It's just, it really is. It's never, these stories come and you're surprised, but then you know and you think, but he was, do we, do we know how he died yet? Is that because of death being released? I don't think uh, that, really, yeah. but I think uh, it looks like it was a sudden thing anyway. Right. So, man, very, very sad. You see, Legion of Doom, man, everybody loved them. Uh, great tag team. One of the best ever, man. And Botchamania shared a, a video of their entrance in Japan with that Iron Man music, man. What's so cool. Aye. They were so cool, cool, weren't they? They were very cool. I, uh, when I was a wee guy, uh, used to, I used to have a Legion of Doom bandana. A bandana I would wear the LOD logo on it. Um, and I used to wear it to school, but I would take it off before I would get to the school gates because I thought I'd get slagged off. <laughs> for my Legion of Doom bandana, but I would, I, I used to kid on it, my big sister, I used to be, because I go it when I was, I went to a wrestling show, and I think it was my big sister that took me to it, and I, when I was at it, I, I bought the Legion of Doom bandana, and she says, you'll never wear that, a bandana, you know, I walk about Glasgow wearing a fucking bandana, I was like, I'll wear it, I'll wear this bandana, I'll wear it everywhere, love Legion of Doom, <laughs> and so I would like, just to prove to her, I would be like, up for school, and I'm on school uniform, on Legion of Doom bandana on, and out to school, but half at the school gates and into my pocket. I mean, <laughs> which which show was that? Do you know, was it a show? I'm not WWE sure. It was SECC, definitely, definitely SECC. But I'm not love, sure what one that would have been. You know I love I mean? hearing stories about when folks speak about how they went to LA WWF shows in the nineties, early nineties WWF shows. I think that's very very cool. But I'm uh, like, just quickly, if you have you like a favourite WWF show you ever, you ever went to? Hmm. 
I'll tell you probably mine. one of my favourites is I think one of the most recent ones I went to I can't remember which one that was either but I went to a recent one with my daughter we, we hope and um, and that was good because Regal came out and took us in backstage and stuff tell you um, went in and uh, Big Seamus came out and all that for a chat and stuff and he was lovely he was a lovely big guy good with the wains and all that stuff you know what I mean uh, yeah it's good at that it's I remember warm and stuff uh, like that. I get introduced to him and he was like big Celtic fan here you got a big Celtic fan it's Paul McStay, big Celtic fan. I go, you, you start. Hey. Or that, you start. Or that, carry on. Ah, I love that, man. Or that, right, okay. can you? Can you? Be a good guy. Uh, so let's go and see what people are, are saying. I don't know if we've got any people feeding back about a uh, animal passing away. The one thing you can say, you know, I, I hate it when people say things like this, though, you know what I mean? People are like, well, at least, you know, Hawk and Animal will be reunited. I, they can, did you see somebody tweet that? At least they are now doing the fucking, what do you, what do you call the furniture again? Doomsday the Doomsday, doomsday, doomsday device. device. At least they're now doing the Doomsday Device and having together. What? I know. There's no way Hawks in heaven, that's for sure. Fuck's sake. Fuck Who says that, hell, John, man. for fuck's sake? Who says that? Why, is, why would he not be in heaven? This is just... He's just... He's scandalous. Let's try doing any of that. Why would he not be in heaven, John? Aye, why would he not? What did he do? Well, just all sorts of 80s bad wrestling stuff that they all did. Well, no, <laughs> did, you see, did you see Jake the Snake? He's saying, Sean, he's saying Sean Michael's not going to go to heaven. No. Oh, no, he's found Jesus now. Of course he's going to heaven. He's, he's been forgiven. Yeah, yeah. He'll he's be. saying Jake Roberts is not going to go to heaven. Potentially not. I don't know. I don't know if he's found God yet, but you see his tweet about what animals. about Superfly Jimmy Snooker? Is Jimmy Snooker Oh, definitely going to... not. Definitely not going to heaven. John, where is Chris, already, where, where is Chris Benoit? Oh, I know where Chris Benoit is. As long as he's not in your fucking house. That's... <laughs> <laughs> did, you see, did you see Jake the Snake's tweet about Animal? It was really weird. What did he say? Right, so he put out a tweet saying, the cost of the star you chose isn't quoted up front. Not in gold, but in time. Choices have penalties. Everybody dies. R.I.P. Joe. Wow, that's... Well, I think basically what he's saying there is, you know... He's talking, you know. I think it's a, a reasonable thing he's saying. He's just saying you live that rock star life that they must have. They, I mean, they were probably hard living men. I think he's right? a cheek. I know, but I think he's talking about yourself as well. He's probably right. talking about yourself. I don't think he's excluding himself there. I think he's just saying, you know, you know, the cost for the lives that they lived in the eighties, and they must have been. You, you don't don't tell me for one second that LOD and all that, and Jake the Snake and Rick Rude and all these these guys were living. Uh, you know, they were having fun. These guys, you know what I mean. Um, and eventually, you know what? Good living's going to catch up on you. You know what I mean? That kind of that, that life is going to catch up on you. But see, just touching on the animal thing and how I spent the night watching WrestleMania with him, he done that typical wrestler, old school wrestling thing that they've all done. Uh, Vader done it. I mean, I've fucking worked with Vader two or three times. Still never remembered me the next time I seen him. Um, JBL done it once. The, the following day, never remembered me. And an animal. Was we watched WrestleMania for a couple of hours? We spoke. We talk about. We spoke about Scotland, everything else. And honestly, about seven hours later in the airport, I was like, "How you doing, mate?" And he fucking was like, "Just looked as if to say, who the fuck's this?'" This happens all the time. They just fucking don't remember you. <laughs> Maybe it's just they've been hit in the heat a lot, haven't they? You know what I mean? I might just start doing that to folk. I know. Maybe that's again? just a strategy they they start to bring on. They're just like you know they must meet so many people though. I bet I was with him six years before it. And you're quite a memorable bit. guy, Grado. To be fair, most people that meet you go like, "Ah, fuck's sake, I met that Grado man. I'll never fucking forget. I'll know. I'll know his face next time I see him. You know what I mean? Well, unfortunately, usually these guys fucking just Fedor's is the best, but man, <laughs> honestly, I'd literally worked with him like two weeks before, and I met him left. I'm like, "How you doing, big man?" <laughs> He's like. Just like that, we going, what? Who are you? It's devastating. It's crazy, isn't it? And you, I was like, I helped you warm. I done your warm up with you, you fucking smelly. Anyway. Well, right, let's not speak early the dead. No. Let's see what the punters are saying. Uh, hi there, guys. I just wanted to let you know that for the last few weeks, I have been lucky enough to be working with an agency in my local area, which in turn has allowed me to become a member of the Wrestling Daft Patreon as the World Heavyweight Champion. I've loved listening to the podcast my way to work and as you're probably aware I've contributed to the, the burying and put overs and anything else that pops up online. 
I just want to say thank you for all the work you've done in keeping us entertained throughout the global pandemic and that wrestling daft is the best thing about a Friday. That includes payday. Keep up the great work, Rab, Grado and John and all the other contributors working on making the podcast the best podcast in Scotland, if no, the world. And that was oh, Stephen cool. that get in touch with that. That's nice, isn't it? That's lovely, Stephen. Thanks very much. It's good to hear wee messages like that. I love that. That's cool. So, Stephen, shout out to you, my man. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Spread the word. Uh, apparently, Grado made it to the front page of Reddit this week with his Gradoberg entrance. No, I don't get this. I, I've been trying to get into Reddit. I've been getting into Reddit with my flight simulator. I'm, I've joined a wee group on there. Um, you on it? You on? No, stay off of Reddit. They're all, they're all mental. See, I thought they were... I, see, I thought... Listen, Rab, I honestly was like, these guys are quite sensible for a forum. Is that I think it we- depends. I think it depends what forum you're in. The flight simulator forum, I think, is going to be reasonably level-headed because these Aye, guys because are pilots. That's the deal, right? And I was asking like pure strob questions, like fucking, what what joystick should I use, right? And do you know what I mean? And, and like, how do you stare actually at the stand rather than on the runway? And I thought I would I get pelt it, but you've got guys that have got ten thousand posts on there, like. Or pilots going, it's great to see you want to be a flight simmer. Listen, here's the deal, and they're giving you yeah. advice and stuff like that. Is it you, so you have genuine pilots in that forum, I bet, right? They're all loving it because a lot of them are in follow, so they're um, they're oh, getting man. their kicks for doing flight simulator on the computer, so it's good chatting with the guys. That's dynamite. That's, that's, that's a beautiful thing. That's a beautiful it is, thing. It is, so but maybe Reddit's read not that bad. That is, it's not bad for me, but um, just a wee update on the flight simulator deal. Obviously, it came yesterday morning. Um, well, no, it came, but I managed to get a computer that can fit, and I had a wee. I've, I've played ten minutes. It's far too fucking hard, man. But it might go to might be today with the fact that I have I'm using a mouse, but I'm getting a yoke delivered. Yoke and rudders are getting delivered to my house tomorrow morning. So, we'll see how it goes. I've got a. I've got chickens. I could have got your yoke in a baller, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, you're, you're listening to Wrestling Daft. Yeah, listen uh, to Wrestling Daft. So anyway, here's one of these comments from the Reddit post. Uh, I've never heard of this dude before this. When he first opened his dressing room door, I'm going to do an American accent because this guy's probably American, right? I've never heard of this dude before this. When he first opened his dressing room door, I hated him and I hated his ugly singlet. Then he got out into the arena proper and he started working the crowd and damn it, I just couldn't. I couldn't hold on to the hate. He was getting people pumped up. He was getting pumped up off them. And he was just plain having fun. I still don't know who the fuck he is, but I'll be damned if I don't love him. <laughs> That's brilliant. It was an ugly singlet. It got made a couple of days before that show. It was in my dressing room. That's where um, they were doing the makeup. That literally got planned where I was going to come in. Come- 30 seconds before that happened. So weird, man. Yeah. I can't believe how you well that worked. You should get a t-shirt that says, I still don't know who the fuck he is, but I'll be damned if I don't love him. That's, a, that's an absolutely brilliant quote, that, isn't it? That's yeah. a good one, isn't it? A late oh, yeah. entry for Ian, and when you realise wrestling was kayfabe, he says, when I watched the making of Suburban Commando, Undertaker joking around with Hulk Hogan live on set, and my dad loving telling me, told you they're all actors. <laughs> that's brilliant, I love that. <laughs> that's brilliant, he's doing me. They're all actors, I love that. That's fucking brilliant. Uh, Andrew's got a spin in it as he was the one that was uh, breaking kayfabe when he started school he says he was a bad guy and told all his pals in primary three that it was fake the amount of pals that he lost that day was unbelievable and the questions he got were like so John Cena isn't he a real guy no that he was the school heel for doing that well does that not make you feel old that this guy was in primary three and John Cena I know it does make me feel old (laughs) Kyle Customs the maker of amazing wrestling figures and this guy really does the amazing custom wrestling figures he's been in touch to say that after listening to 43 episode 43 when you were talking about the Pro Wrestling Illustrated 500 I remember my dad bought me Pro Wrestling Illustrated for the adult shop on the Gallagate in the 80s 90s had to stand outside and wait for him. That adult video shop in the Gallagate. I remember that. Yeah. I remember that. Not only that, I remember my mate going in to buy a porno DVD in there. And I, I was like, I'm standing outside. I'm going in. And he went in to buy a porno DVD because you could buy porno DVDs out of that shop. And then I think it was like 30 quid for a DVD, right? But then if you brought the DVD back, you could trade it in and you can get your next porno DVD for a tenner. It was that kind of system. Do they, do they still sell Pro Wrestling Illustrated in there? 
Don't know, mate. Don't know. I don't even know if they still sell porno DVDs. I don't know even if any shops still exist. John's not DC. Gone. Yeah. Uh, it still exists. John knows it still exists. He's checked. He's, out. He's checked. John works. Store killed. John works in there. <laughs> <laughs> honest, John's on the DVD. John's on the DVDs. <laughs> <laughs> John has a porn fan and OnlyFans. Uh, <laughs> John's in Hustler. <laughs> it's been a while since we had a picture in. Oh, for fuck's sake. It's because we're a podcast, that's why. But Spray Paint Scott is back with a Photoshop job with a picture of Grado flying a plane entitled Grado when he gets his PC running in flight simulator on the go. And here it is. It's a beautiful... Let me describe it to you because you're listening to a podcast. It's just a fucking picture of a plane and he's put Grado on top of it as if he's driving. <laughs> right. That's this class. week, The Undertaker, right? There was, a, there was Leicester City's Twitter account, right? Tweeted out a picture of the Undertaker's hat and clays and stuff lying in, in the middle of the pitch. What was that all about? Because they signed a player. What's the guy's name? His, name, his, 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 his second name's Under, isn't it, John? Yeah, it's something What's his like name? That. Yeah, yeah, I'll find out just now. Is it because they're the Undertaker or something? They're, they're taking him as a player? Anyway. No, it's because his second name's Under. That's really it, isn't That's it? That's his nickname, Undertaker or something? It's not even Undertaker, it's just, maybe it's Under. Anyway, anyway, under. Uh, the Undertaker retweeted that uh, with a line, digging holes and scoring goals. <laughs> Say that, you're American accent. Digging holes and scoring goals. <laughs> uh, That's brilliant, isn't it? So we asked what teams should wrestlers support. Ian says uh, early Cena supporting whoever the home team is. That's the whole deal where he bought every fucking colour of him jersey, wasn't he? That's right. Very, very clever, hang me one. You could almost say for that joke, you could almost say Mick Foley supporting whoever the home team is as well, because that was Mick Foley's thing, was getting the pop, the hometown pop, right? Uh Big Mad Andy says, Sammy Zane's a Partick Thistle man, just look at the way he dresses. (laughs) (laughs) I really like that one. By the way, well done, Andy, I like that one. I very rarely laugh at these, they're usually wrong, but... I like that one. Uh, Bret Hart uh, would be a Celtic supporter. Never stops moaning and wasn't he anywhere near as good as his main rival. I will fucking Undertaker would support Rangers because Rangers are did know. <laughs> you hear me? Rangers are did know. Keep going. Fucking uh, Rangers, uh, Rangers is who fucking uh, Diesel supports uh, because there was a there was a fake Diesel and it's a fucking fake Rangers that are going the new as well. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's a good one. <laughs> right, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I'm only I'm only joking sending love out to Rangers fans we're all in this together we're all in this together boys uh, Jim says Triple H should support West Ham because he's got a love for hammers wait what oh. <laughs> very good uh, John McFarlane says uh, Nakamura Celtic obviously because okay. he played for them <laughs> Craig says John Cena can have a, his pick at any lower league team just now because nobody can see them <laughs> <laughs> And Dean says Bray Wyatt and Rangers. When people shut them down, they change their name and still come back and annoy the fuck out of you. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. Well done, boys. If you want to get in touch with us about any of that or just random wrestling related stuff, get us on Twitter at Wrestling Daft, on Insta at Wrestling Daft Podcast, just Wrestling Daft on Facebook, or email us wrestlingdaft at gmail.com. Let me tell you about beer hawk. Through that lockdown, I was absolutely choking for a draft beer. There's nothing better than getting a cold, crispy draft beer. And you know what's happening in the boozers. We don't need to go at it. But let me tell you what can help you, provide you with the best beer out. It's beer hawk. They're the craft beer shop that has delivery to the UK, right to your doorstep, free for orders over £50. It started in 2012, their mission, and it was to bring top beer to the homes of discerning drinkers across the country. And hey, seven years later, they're still pushing that very same mission. You can choose for thousands of beers, available to suit every taste, and still you've got your lager, IPA, stouts, my favourite, the Belgian gear, and real ale. Or you can choose one of their carefully curated mixed cases to discover a new favourite based on your style of beer. And you know what's happening with Oktoberfest, it might be cancelled, but they're still celebrating the world's most famous beer festival in style with a range of Oktoberfest beer can packs. These are the official, the official Oktoberfest beers, and they come with a stein just for a wee authentic touch. These cases are extremely limited, so get in quick. And Beerhawk, you want to know about this, right? The perfect draft machine. You can make and enjoy your fresh, chilled bar quality by the way draft beer in your house and good news 
after unprecedented demand during lockdown, stock is now available. You can choose from over 40 kegs of your favourite beer with each one holding 10 pints. That is cracking. And delivery for Beer Rock is free if your order is over 50 bar. So we can also sort you with a 10% discount in wrestling draft, 10% on your order. So head to beerhawk.co.uk. Use the promo code WRESTLING now to get 10% off. That's 10% off your order. That's beerhawk.co.uk. And use the promo code WRESTLING to get 10% off. Date now! You know, every week we like to separate the good from the bad in wrestling. The Optimus Primes for the Megatrons. That's me Transformers joke John's put in there. I wasn't into Transformers myself, but... No. Nah, no really. No really. You're into Transformers. Anybody, you're into Transformers. You're no way grade was into Transformers. He's too young. I'm a fuck, man. I'm, I, but I was just thinking about um, the, the, the wrestlers. I'm trying to think of a, a wrestler that cheated or his title was tainted so he could be a Celtic fan, but I can't, I can't think. <laughs> Jeez, oh, unbelievable. Sorry, I'm just that, that one's got me. Right, right, anyway, I fucking hate Transformers. You hate Transformers, right? I've never okay. saw it. Well, I, I, what are we burying and what are we putting over this week? Hey, I'll bury that um, the retribution thing. I watched that. I mean, <clears throat> what's going on there? They've they've just they've. It's like they've chucked it right. It's like they've thought we need to. What are we going to do with this retribution thing? And then they've just turned them into almost like they're like some really bad faction. Feel like uh, you know what I mean? Like a really why, unimaginative. Why? I mean, it's obviously the easy question, but why would the WWE sign them to a contract? Why would that happen? Use the other. So just sign there. Just sign there. Never be brand new. Just stop, stop, stop uh, jumping, jumping on our gang. Stop jumping on my wrestlers. Do you know what I mean? But seriously, stop jumping on our gang. That's <laughs> what Ben said to them. <laughs> Stop jumping in my gang. He, you know, I, I just, it's just naff, isn't it? It's just like, it's almost like, you know how um, in a wrestling computer game you create your own guys, you know? It's almost like some wee guy has created, like he's in, I'm going to make a real, really cool faction, a really a guy called Slapjack and a guy called, what's their names again? We'll, we'll be covering this later, by the way. Terrible names. Terrible You're names. right, that, that fucking Bane mask, I've seen that at about 40,000 absolute shitty British indie shows. Aye. It's Usually a guy about 25 staying, reeking a B.O. with a bean mask coming up. That way, happens. Way, 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 way off the pace with that one. Not good at all. I want to put over Bailey um, because Bailey's really surprised me. It's amazing how somebody that was so good as the the squeaky clean, squeakiest, cleanest baby face, baby face of, of, of all that Bailey was, has is such a fantastic healing all. I don't think that happens very often. I don't think very often you see somebody who is was brilliant as a face, who is also brilliant as a heel. I think usually somebody's a wee bit better at one or the other, you know what I mean? But the way Bailey was like the greatest baby one of the greatest baby faces I'd ever seen. You know what I mean? When she was in NXT and she was she was doing her thing and uh, Mabby Lassie loved her. Hope was hope loved Bailey, right? And then to turn heel and be the kind of heel she is. And the way she the way she got her heel heat as well, just that very, very long period of day next to nothing. Like she would just kind of walk out glum looking, no day and anything to play to the fans. Really beautiful heel work. And then and then starting to make her character bigger once she'd once she'd killed all that baby face love right down. Um, and is now a great heel. Now my daughter hates her, my daughter hates Bailey. You know what I mean? That, so I've seen it in my own family. I've seen a wee lassie Gofie loving Bailey to hating her, a complete mm. switch, you know what I mean? So I'm going to put her over because she's dead. She's still doing still and work. And I'm glad that they, I'm actually glad that they flipped Sasha Banks' face against Bailey as heel and steered the other way. You know what I mean? Because I think Bailey's been so, so great as a heel. She's, see, she's great you, in the ring as well. She is. But I've actually got to put over. I never usually do, but I've seen this and I, and I really liked it. The um, the Paul Heyman package, the vignette with the Ananoia family. Did you see that one, SmackDown? No, I didn't. I didn't see it. Oh, mate, it was really, really good. Paul Heyman uh, kind of narrated the legacy of the Ananoia family. Ananoia? Ananoia family. But, um, and he basically, there was, Amaga was in it, Rikishi was in it, The Rock was in it, um, everybody, and he's, it's basically kind of, it was really, really good. It made it really authentic that Paul Heyman done it. They went through it, everybody in that family. They didn't date a big guy, it's my Facebook. 
I've got there's one of the guys for the Ananaya family. He's uh, he's in my face, but he was he was a jobber in the in the in the, the mid nineties. Um, oh, he's about fucking sixty two, not he? But he only looks about thirty five. But he's he's massive, man. He's huge, and him and remember the boy that was in Legacy for half an hour. What? There's just something really funny about this story. I don't know what it is. No, remember, remember the boy that was in, Le- in Legacy for about half an hour, and he was with Randy Orton and Ted DiBiase. Aye, I do. Aye, they actually. Right. Him and his it must be his uncle, right? Um, they they done a tryout for TNA when <laughs> we were there, and they had to, had to watch their match. Man, it was so awkward. These two big guys in their mad gear. Like the mad, like, um, they had Scott's on and they were in their bare feet, um, just barting these guys in front of us, and we had to watch it and kind of get into it. And I actually felt bad, felt bad for the older one, because I was like, he'd been, he'd been in WWF, he'd been about the, about the world, and he had to do a tryout, but he was brand new, man. He, so he added me on Facebook and that, and it was good talking to him backstage, and I was just like to him. You related to you're you the rock's uncle and all then. <laughs> <laughs> and I think he was his uncle and all. There's loads in him. He Wait, was how many uncle. uncles has the rock got? What's going on here? That Wait, was, was so like, funny, that story. And I was thinking to myself, when is TNA coming into that story? I know it's coming. <laughs> I know it's coming. I know you have family. I want it because you watched the WWF <laughs> in the 90s, so you probably you probably know this big geezer, man. He was he was um he was in the, was he in the, the canal? What was his name again? He's two minutes, man. Have a Google. I'll read out some of the buries and putovers for the punters. I see what the punters are mean saying. Chris wants to bury the WWE 2K Battlegrounds video game, which was released this week because mm-hmm. I've had shites that were merphronetic and buried. I've heard bad things about that game, let me tell you. I've avoided it myself. John wants to bury retribution member names. Why not just let them use the names they had? Lazy booking. And he wants to put over WWE building up Big E. Hopefully he gets his championship match with Roman Reigns. Paul wants to put over Meltzer. Gave it five stars. He gives it eight out of five. The AEW parking lot brawl. And also Paul Heyman's video promo package on the Anoa'i family. Anoa'i. Anoa'i family. That's a, it's Anoa'i, isn't it? Anoa'i. 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 Buddy, and he wants Paul wants to bury retribution in the 99 pence shop masks for their big reveal. Uh, the 99 pence shop masks, right? Look, this is him here. He's a policeman now. Which, when you see him, I right, Grado's found this guy. You see him there? Hold on, He's he was in the WWF. Hold on, I'll make no thing with uh, it. Looks like a big boss man to me. I will. It's no, it's his face is just a big white orb. All right, okay. Yeah, he's a big policeman now. What so he's on my. He what? What age did you say he is? He's um he's forty nine. I've just looked. He's forty nine, but he doesn't look forty nine. No, he looks. He was brand new, man. He, he was good, man. I spoke to him for a couple of days. I suppose I'm forty three. You know what I mean? He's about six years older than me. But he must have been like nineteen or something when he was in the WWF. He had an. He was. His name was like Jazzy B or something like that, uh, when he was a jobber <laughs> in the nineties. It was something like that. It was something like that. What did I say that guy's name was? Um, what guy? Um, I've got him. Hold on, I'm going to Google Jazzy B, WWE. Has he not insulted the soul, Jazzy B? I think, so, I think so, but doesn't he mean he wasn't in the WWE, I you know? That's true. Fire, Tonya. Lloyd. Anonoya. Lloyd Ananoya, right? And, uh, hold oh, on, I'm going to tell you before you months. find him. Do you know what? Um, he's best known for his appearances with the WWF under the ring names, the Tahitian Savage. Fred Williams. Fred Williams. <laughs> Jazzy B, you said. Fred Williams. It wasn't Lord... that one. It was the next one. You see the, the line done. Oh, L.A. Smooth. Close. And it Jazzy B and L.A. Jazzy... Smooth. <laughs> Jazzy B. That was an ECW. He was Jazzy B. Oh, what did you call Jazzy it? Jazzy B. He was L.A. Smooth. So you don't and... remember Fred Williams? I don't remember Fred Williams. I, actually, I tell you a lie. I used, to have a, I used to have a Fred Williams band. Oh, there's my door. I used to wear to school. Yeah, I'm going to read out the rest of these um, little uh, 
Extremely online wants to put over Asuka having a good match with Peyton Royce. A miracle, he says that is very cheeky. And he wants to bury retribution. The rebel group causing all this trouble having raw contracts. Now, what sense does that make exactly? This is the problem whenever a wrestling company tries to book one of these angles involving an invading force. It's like, then what do you do? You know what I mean? Then what do you do? Uh, Willie wants to put over the Dark Order for being the most improved act of the year by a mile. And Barry, whoever decided to turn retribution into Poundland Slipknot. I mean, that's great, right? That's a good one, Poundland Slipknot. Chris wants to bury the whole shit show that was Monday Night Raw, where the storylines made no fucking sense, and wants to put over Impact Wrestling as a whole. Them and AEW have been pretty decent the past few weeks. Pretty decent, that's what we're talking about here. Daniel wants to bury himself for no learning Japanese so he can watch the G1 live and having to wait for the English commentary. Tell me, speak it, brother. I wants to put over Ben Carter on this week's up and Dynamite up late. Great debut from a British. That's the one for this? Is this your joystick? Hold on. Guess what that's guess what that's is. Is this your yoke? Is that your yoke? My yoke's arrived. Yoke's arrived. His joystick's arrived. Get in there, man. Are you opening it at the new? Live on the show. It's an unboxing. It's an unboxing that's happening now. You need to you need to go on our Patreon and subscribe if you want to see this unboxing video of a Grado opening up his yoke. Any yoke out. Get your yoke out, Grado. Get your joystick out. Let's see, let's have a look at your joystick. I think there's in here. So, so was this recommended by one of the pilots on the forum? Aye, basically aye. And they will add, don't pay uh, don't pay any more than £130 for this. Uh, now, I would love some of uh, Grado's fans to see the trouble that Grado's having to open and open this package. Yeah, it's hard to fucking up. Hulk Hogan ripping his shirt open, let me tell you this. He, like, he's, trying to get, he's, he's currently pulling at some packing tape trying to get it open. He's just, he can't snap it. See... Wrestlers normally pre-cut their parcels so that they're, they're easier to... <laughs> 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 fucking still winning. See, this is the one. Gail, see if you want a future in YouTube and unboxing, you're really going to have to work on your game here, mate. I know. Can't this, even... is the, this is the fashion, Can't even see. All, all we're looking at here is just Grado's back as he's bending around trying to... I will leave him to this. Let's get, let's get a few more of these. Um, Kev wants to bury another old school legend dying yesterday. The other week I showed my two boys my box of wrestlers when, for when I was a kid and about half of them are dead now. Pretty grim. And he's wanting to put over getting himself a job after months on the dole. Downside, no time to watch, so clueless on what's happening. Well done, big congratulations. Man. Congratulations, big man. Kev, congratulations, particularly in these times, getting yourself a job. Good on you, mate. Good on you. Uh, providing for his wains, doing the business, getting the job done. Scott wants to put you off Finaki because he's not heard them mentioned on the show in months. <laughs> <laughs> very true, very true. Right, Gredo, you want to redo it the Patreon thing? Aye, aye. Fuck, I better just keep missing them. Are we just giving up on the unboxing then, Gredo? This is the first time <laughs> I've come to doing an unboxing and they've, they've failed. You know? <laughs> And I watched Kabashi and blown up. He's blown up to opening a fucking parcel. This is bizarre, but I need a shave, right? Look at this statement. If you're if you're if you're watching me on the Patreon, you can see that I've got an offer stubble. And usually I can't be asked shaving. But my shaving experience has absolutely gone through the roof. I love shaving when I use Harry's, right? Harry's is the boy. The cream that you put in your face to, to give you that lovely sliding glide up your coupon is tremendous. I love the smell. I wish they had it in aftershave because it smells that good. The razor, oh my god, it's so smooth in comparison to your other shaves. So much less discomfort. There's no discomfort at all. In fact, there is comfort. There's loads of comfort. The foaming shave gel is one you need to try out because Jeff and Andy, right, these two ordinary guys are fed up with these razors that are overpriced. So they started their own company, Harry's. Harry's knew there was only one way to ensure quality, so they bought their own factory in Germany and it's been making blades for hundreds of years. In fact, 100 years, that's meant when 100 years making blades. They've now released their sharpest ever blades and added a lubricating strip. So you can get an even more closer, more comfortable shave. And the best part, they have not raised their prices, so replacement blades are still as little as £1.75 each. You want to give Harry's a go? You should start your subscription with a trial set, and that includes a weighted ergonomic handle. 
their new five blade razor cartridge, the rich lathering shaving gel, a travel blade cover to protect your blades on the move. Get that comfortable shave you deserve. Head to harrys.com forward slash wrestling daft to claim a trial for just £3.95. You're also supporting the podcast, by the way, if you go out to there. So go over and buy one of these new shaving sets at harrys.com slash wrestling daft today. So it's the part of the show we invite you, the listeners, to do a run-in. A run-in. We invite you to do a run-in. Makes no sense, but that's what we're calling it. It's a run-in. Come on, ask us what you want. You might want our thoughts on retribution or just simply want to know what flavour of chewits we prefer. Do you still get chewits? I still get chewits. You still get chewits, okay. This week, let's welcome to the show... Dean Waterston. Dean Waterston. Coming to the show... At a combined weight, a combined weight, it's one guy. What weight are you, mate? Uh, 205. I, I date in pounds, I don't know. And you date in pounds? Are you? I don't know what ended in pounds. What do you date in pounds? Ah, oh my right. god, he's fat, right. Weighing in at 205 pounds, hailing from Airdrie, Airdrie <laughs> in Scotland. <laughs> How are you doing? Don't apologise, man. I'm good. How's yourself? I'm good. I'm very good, good mate. What do you prefer, wrestling or MMA? Oh, that's a tough one. Is the, it? The new probably MMA because Aye. for me wrestling's a bit. I don't know. It's a hit and a miss. The new into it. What age are you? I'm 24. Right. So I'm thinking 24. So what age did you start watching wrestling? Probably when I was about five or six. Really. Uh, so was that 15 years ago? Was that when Chris Masters was cutting about and all that? No. No? No, it's longer than that. Like, my first sort of memory was, like, the SummerSlam 2000 with the TLC and uh, Angle, The Rock and Triple H and the main oh, event stuff. Oh, like right. Aye, so oh, I'm getting my... Aye, so that's 20... All right, that's... That's mad, because... That, you know, you're not needing to do any sums when you're doing your flights. I mean, no, but I... Just, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Here, uh, who's the baddest man in the MMA? Then who's who's the who's the baddest man? Oh God, I don't know. Uh, obviously, the whole baddest man in the planet title would go to the heavyweight champion, which would be Stipe Miocic. Um, yeah, what do you think of Gavrilov? I, I don't know who that is. I just made it up. Do you get is that a Bernison character or something? <laughs> Not could be though, isn't it? Yeah. No, what do you think of uh, Dograchev Degareganov though? He's good. Oh, I, I heard that. I heard that's what I need to do. See when guys are talking about MMA, that's what I need to hit out with stuff like that. <laughs> I saw a, I saw big uh, Delmi McKennikov is training for a, a match with. <laughs> ah, he's looking good. <laughs> can you? You watch the UFC, I'll say something right, see the UFC stuff like their channel and all that. And their stuff Aye. is like, the quality of their fucking programming is brilliant, man. It's mm. like see all their videos and all that and all their features and all the things they do. Really Top notch stuff, man. Top notch stuff. Do you know what I've done? You know how Grado's done, uh, Grado's, Grado's done stuff with TNA? Do you know I've got, uh, I signed a UFC contract once? <laughs> I did. Yeah, contracts really? Yeah, because I had to do. A, I did a video thing for the UFC. Did a wee did comedy you? video thing. Really? Some of the UFC guys when the UFC were coming to do the show in Glasgow. Glasgow, aye. I did a wee kind of, I did a, a wee promo video with some of the UFC guys, and I get sent. I, I get sent a UFC. I, get, I, get, I had to get faxed to a UFC right. contract for for Vegas. I'm pretty sure. That's pretty cool, by the way. Signed yeah, it. Not really cool. They I were like any. They said any time we come to Glasgow. Again, you want tickets, just let us know. That's class, man. You know the best thing in the history of mixed martial arts, right? There's the reason why I'm happy that mixed martial arts exist. It's CNC and Punk getting a fucking doing. Oh, aye. CNC and Punk getting a doing loads of times is just one of my favourite things. It's the best the, the best entertainment CM Punk has ever produced is getting a doing after the guys in the... Tell you something about that, didn't I? Have I told you about how I watched that with the wrestlers? 
And what sure, I you him that. and were they all laughing at him? We guy for Stevenson, fucking, because uh, we're trying to find boozers in New Jersey to watch this uh, CM Punk fight. Me, Hornswoggle, Sonjay Duck, Colt Cabana, uh, Kurt Hawkins, all try to find somewhere to watch it. No showing it, no showing it, no showing it. And I was like, hold on a fucking minute, this boy for Stevenson, <laughs> sitting there like that, like, with a camera, like, Facebook Live with it. I was like, Come on, my phone, I've got it. And thankfully, the what, what, it was about two and a half minutes. Aye, aye. And fucking, they all just jumped up, man. As soon as, as soon as, um, as soon as he get he get bait. I think there was only one guy that was maybe sticking up for him. I think it was maybe Hawkins. It was like, ah, oh, shit. But everybody else is cheering. Everybody else is cheering. It's beautiful. Isn't it? The <laughs> ego, the ego of the guy thinking I'm boy dearish and I'm boy chase my dream. And all that. you're like fucking sit down, you old skinny bastard. It's it's funny because when I went to his house, man, I loved him, right, and I loved him for ages. But then they all fell at him, so it was like, oh, I need him now. <laughs> I was like, man, I'm having to beat you, man. Fuck him. <laughs> I think I think I would have beat him in the octagon. CM Punk. They just they didn't look great at all, didn't they? No. I didn't appreciate that fucking silence after I said that, by the way. <laughs> you meant to go like, ah, Rab, you would have. You definitely would have, mate. You would have. So, Dean, uh, tell us, what questions have you got for us? Have you got any good questions for uh, us? Well, I'll ask two questions, if that's all right, man. No, that's all right, mate. Uh, so, my first one would be, if you could be in the crowd for, like, any moment in wrestling history, what would it be? In well, I've got mine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, ECW, One Night Stand. Enter Sandman entrance, not that fucking absolutely. That I'd wrestle me at 17, but I would probably pick one night stand. I was thinking about this this morning, actually. It's weird. It's a good choice. Mm-hmm. I know that's you've got fucking Hogan and Rock, and you've got mm-hmm. Andre Giant and Hogan, but that's right up my street. That's, that's a good question, man. John, you should answer that and all. I'm interested to know. I think I'd go Hogan Rock, quite obvious. I think being in the crowd for that whole, you know. The, the switch, the heel turn, the everyone cheering for Hogan, everyone booing all, I think that would be incredible. The atmosphere was, was amazing. But see, I'm such a gimp that I know that I would be at that show going, why did Hogan know Yeezys? Why did he not come out in red and yellow? I mean, but even though it was amazing, that would have crossed my mind. I'd be like, why did he not use real American? But with the red and yellow, it wasn't, he, meant, he was meant to be the heel in that. That's the whole thing. Right, I know. And then he roared the next, do you know, this, you might know this, you probably, uh, he got, he got he it flew to in. fly back to his house in Florida to get his red and yellow gear. Mental, mental. I love that story. I would have wanted to have been in the crowd for, um, oh man, it's a tough one. I would love to have been in the crowd that night. Uh, Stone Cold and Mike Tyson started going at each other in the ring and all that, because I think that would just have been I mean, just an amazing thing to have been there for. I would have loved to have been there for the Montreal screw job, man. I think that would have been a great thing to see live, because you'd have been like, who's going on? Who's <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It'd be, it'd be like that. Um, there's so many amazing things. The end of the streak would have been great to have been that in the crowd for. Sure. I mean, that's history, isn't it? That would have been great to have been in the crowd for that. It'd be great to have been, been that guy. I would have liked to have been that guy. Because <laughs> he's another <laughs> you know, that guy with a fucking eyes like that. Memes. I would have liked to have been. I want to be a meme. You know what I mean? Do you think that, but, but do you think if you were in the crowd for the, the Montreal screw job, you would know what the fuck was. But do you not think it was a what then? I think they probably did. Yeah, eh? I don't know. Maybe. <clears throat> but you would have still been like. Why is Vince? Why is Vince running out? What's going on? You know what mm. I mean? I still would have been an element of like you would have known something was something went down. You know what I mean? John, would you what I say? I don't want to say anything. Oh, you've said Rock and Hogan. Pay attention, Gredo. Fuck's sake. So, Dean, what other question have you got for us? That was a good one. Uh, well, I'm in the. Uh, I'm at college doing TV and film just now, mm-hmm. um, and I was just wondering what you think it will be like. Like, see when everything when you start production and stuff like that again. Like, how do you think it's going to go down? I don't know if that's a, a makes sense or a no, d- d- oh, that's a good well, I done Scott Squad two weeks ago and it's night and day to what it was. What, what do yeah, you mean I, in terms of like how it's ran and like I how it's... like with the, the, the cast and crew having to maintain social distancing and everything, obviously um, be, having to be sanitised and well, all that sort of stuff? Well, it's mental because when we done Scott Squad last week, you know, I couldn't share the motor with, um, with Manny and I couldn't, we couldn't arrest anybody. They're having to use other footage. You are you have to wear a mask right until fucking what well, you're taking a shot, and it's Aye. and I mean like the mask is on until and then the makeup artist comes and tops you up, and then you take it's like right at the last kick of the ball. Mm-hmm. Now there's like a COVID marshal on site, like 
a guy who was maybe like a third AD is now sitting, he's, he's like the COVID guy, like just walking about with a stick, just basically stopping everybody good for going to meetings. There's right. no lunch breaks anyway. You don't stop for a lunch break. That's all by way. Devastated. It's, it's crazy. Devastated. I love the scoff, man. I love this. That's one of the things you look forward to in it. And oh, it's man. like, you have to bring in your own peace box. <laughs> Aye. Oh, no, I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be completely different. It's going to be important, and it's, there's some things it's going to be impossible to make as well. You know what I mean? Well, mate, I've we 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 might be doing two doors down in the next couple of weeks, and I don't know how they're going to manage that. We're all sitting on the couch. Scary man. It is very very. There you go, Dean. Here's your depressing answer. <laughs> what do you? How, what is it you want to do, Dean? Uh, I don't know. I have to. I'm in my HND now, and I have to write up sort of like an essay about like what I want to progress to. And where are you going? Where are you going for your HND? Uh, I'm at Cumbernauld College. Cumbernauld College. Aye. Uh, um, and my sort of ideal now is that I would either like to be a camera op or a screenwriter. Um, so I need to sort of figure it out and I take it for there really, but and get everything sorted and. Head in either one of the directions, if that makes sense. Get right in You can write for your house. Aye. The good thing. You can write for your house. The trouble is, I mean, who knows what's going to happen? Who knows what's going to happen? It's a difficult, it's a tough old industry. It's a tough enough industry to break into anyway. You know what I mean? Never mind now when nothing's getting made. Nothing's getting Aye. done. Aye. Dean, thanks so much for jumping on and talking to us. Oh, no, it's a, it's a pleasure, honestly. I'm a really big fan of the show. Oh, thanks um, a lot, man. I've watched it for day one. It's been great. Thanks very much for having us, man. Oh, Dean, thanks very much. It was really good to chat to you, and I hope you enjoyed your theme song and stuff. Oh, it was great. I'm going <laughs> to screen record it and share it <laughs> on you, all platforms. Make it your ringtone. <laughs> oh, I did. <laughs> hey, worries, man. Right, thanks for jumping on, right? Cheers, pal. Catch you later, Bye-bye. Football is a short career. What if we could wind the clock back and give some of the UK's favourite ex-pros at one more go-around? Yet yeah, one last match. Who would they choose as their teammates? Who would they pick as their gaffer? What stadium would they want to walk out at one last time? That's what we asked to club legends like Jason McAteer. I finished my career and there's, there's always that feeling I had that I always wish I'd won something with Liverpool. We should have won the Premier League. We should have won a, a trophy. John Hartson. So I, I think back and I think, you know, I, I probably, I've never got over that, you know, losing that night. Emil Heskey. Going to Birmingham and it just wasn't the same. You know, they wasn't confident enough in their ability to actually hit that pass. Mm-hmm. But Steve had just gone around, bang, bang. And it was, it was, uh, it was, it was great to play with. Season one is coming soon to Apple, Spotify and wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe now and see why it's never too late for one last match. One last match with who knows wins. Put your money where your mates are. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You just made the list! Now, every week we ask for you guys to vote on our list of wrestling daft. This week, patron Steven suggested we do best video packages, and we put that up against the worst names in wrestling after uh, Retribution revealed themselves as T-Bart Mason Slapjack. But with 72%, it was the worst names in wrestling that won. So that's what we're doing. And I am going to do my top three. Before I do that, Gredo, do you have any any names that you hate? Well, uh, I don't know why I thought this one, but remember Bill Buchanan get turned into B2 or B squared? Fuck me, man. Yeah. What is that about? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I can fly straight in here. My cool. number three uh, is... Uh, Dolph Ziggler. What? My number three is Dolph Ziggler. I hate the name. Um, I hate the fact it's like a rip of another name. What? Um, Dirk Diggler out of Boogie Nights. Oh, right. I thought you were going to say Iggy Pop. And then there's a Dolph element, you know, kind of Dolph Lundgren type thing, me and Dolph Ziggler. It's just crap. It's just crap. And I, I feel sorry for the guy having to work under that name for years. Ziggler. But, you know what I mean? Cool. It's just... It's just desperate, man. I just did don't people, like it. 
do people not always say though that um, you know, when somebody gets a bad name when they get when they sign to WWE, they go, "I oh, don't look at Dolph Ziggler; it all grows on you." That's the kind of one that's used in his examples, is it no? Well, maybe the people are rank because it's rotten. It's a rotten. <laughs> I, there's no way you could ever take him seriously as a world champion. You can never, you know, that's a, a major issue there. You never have. And now on like mainstream, like and and on our couch this morning, it's a WWE World Champion Dolph Ziggler. It's mm. never. It's just. It's. It's just never going to be. Never going to work for me. Uh, so that's my number three. My number two has got to be uh, this is this name. I'm pretty sure was coined uh, by Vince Russo when in WCW when he renamed Booker T. I think that's my door again. He renamed Booker T to GI Bro. Do you remember this, John? Great is going to answer his door. GI Bro. Do you remember this, John? GI Bro. I do not remember that at all. Uh, GI Bro, which was a kind of like army man gimmick for Booker T. That's very horrendous. For a very, very brief uh, period, um, Booker T, GI Bro, and it was, it's just, it's, you know, it's just the worst. My number one, a guy who I like. Uh, he, a guy who's a great wrestler, he was a great character, great performer, and I've tried to like his name, but I just don't like his name. I've never liked his name. And it's the Miz. Oh, I don't like that either. I've never liked that name. I think that name is a bad name. Um, I wish he changed it. I wish something because the guy is just. It's weird because the Miz has done so well. When you consider all his stuff is kind of a bit cringy. His name, the Miz, is cringy. His awesome stuff is cringy and all that. You know what I mean? But he still does brilliantly despite all that. So that's my top three. My number one, really, the you know the Miz, just because I'm like, man, that's a guy I like. And his name is really terrible. I wish he had a better name. I wish he did have a better name. Let's see what the punters are thinking. Daniel has suggested Big Daddy V, Slam Master J, um, Ian Max Moon, Bastian Booger. Well, he says there was loads of belters in 1995. The Goon, T.L. Hopper, Thurman Sparky Plug. I quite like Sparky Plug as a name. Like, like, what was his name? What was my pal's name again? Fred, Fred Williams. <laughs> Martin says Dolph Ziggler is a comically bad name. Amazing that he's had a great career, but I think his name is one of the things that's held him back for being at the top, which is exactly what I said. Can he take him seriously if you've seen Boogie Nights or are aware of the Nazis? Um, Total Falafel says the Dean. What a fucking waste of the franchise Shane Douglas, which to be fair isn't too much better, but was awesome at the time in ECW. Um, Dale says if you want to hear the worst name in wrestling ever, I get two words for you. Grant Dunbar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, here. Here, here, man. Absolutely. I remember getting told that was my name was going to be, and folk would ask me, what's your wrestling name? Grant Dunbar. <laughs> can, I, can I ask, I mean, this is a name, how do you get a name, do you, do, like, in the kind of SWA days, I mean, Gredo, you kind of stumbled upon, right? But how did, do you, do you just get, like, right. Well, aye, so... It was conscience was like I need a Lowlanders. I want a t- I've always wanted a tag team called the Lowlanders, and then he was like um, picked us, and then he was like, "Is it going to be the Dunbar brothers?" And he was like, "Grant and Glenn." And I was like, well, "I'm not going fucking Glenn." <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, because I just thought, right, well, Glenn. So hold, on, hold on, sorry, Grado. Is Glenn Dunbar's name no Glenn Dunbar? <laughs> no, it's Mikey Devlin. Ah, right, right, okay. You never. <laughs> But he, he still he calls, but he's like he calls himself that in his Facebook and all that. I think so. No, because right, I thought, oh right, it must have been Glenn Dunbar, and then Grado get teamed with him, and they went, well, we'll say you're his brother, we'll call you Grant Dunbar. No, so, no, it was, was just was two just... completely made up names. Mm-hmm. Grant I was and fucking Glenn Dunbar. My big brother know that, but his pal going, tell him your wrestling name. Tell them your wrestling name, <laughs> Grant Grant Dunbar. <laughs> I bet it's the Lowlander, Grant Dunbar. Fucking spineman. Lowlanders. We should do a retrospective of the Lowlanders one day. That would be good. I don't need to. Could we get Mikey on? We could talk about the Lowlanders days. Aye, aye. That would be good, good stuff. Um, let's see. Uh, Stephen says Test. What a boring, unimaginative name that was. I don't know. I quite like Test. I didn't ever see it as Test, test like test. an exam. I just seen it as Test. It was called Test. I like that. Yeah, quite like Test as well. Uh, Gavin says Triple H, just a pure shite name when you think it. If you told somebody doesn't watch wrestling that his name is Triple H, they would say that's a pure shite name. <laughs> I disagree. I like Triple H. I like that. Triple H, Trips, Trip, Triple H, Hunter, Hunter um, King of Kings, 
Um, uh, the game. The, the Cerebral Assassin. The game. Uh, the King the blonde, of Kings. The Blonde Bombshell. The King of Kings. The extremely low online says Curry Man or Shark Boy for me. I like Curry Man I as like a name, Man. actually. Steve, because we are Curry Men. I don't agree, though. Steve says Wife Beater. An actual wrestler's name for CZW. In Loved the him. 2000s. Try and get that in 2020. Wife Beater, man. Let me tell you something. I know it's terrible to say this, right? But I kind of think Wife Beater's an amazing wrestling name. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know it's terrible to say it, and like you would never get away with it nowadays, and rightly so. But see, for that era back then, like man, it's just... What a name that is. Did you, what was... He used to come out with a big bag of crisps. He used to come out and walk to the ring with a, with a big he pack would, of Doritos. He would eat them, right, on the way to the ring? Aye. And then it was also Nick Burke who used to come out drinking fucking Red Bull. And then he ended up calling him Red Bull Nick Burke. Because <laughs> it used to be, because, aye. Man, it's crazy, isn't it? Callum, uh, says, Callum says Triple H's original name, Terror Rising, has got to be up there. Yeah, it's not great, is it? And Big Mad Andy says, Grado's a pretty push name. <laughs> That's funny. VPNs are on the talk. There's tons of VPN providers out there. You've probably heard of loads. But have you ever heard of ExpressVPN? I like to do research on my sponsors and I can only recommend brands that my listeners and myself believe in. And I can say with full confidence that ExpressVPN is the best VPN on the market. And I'll tell you why. They don't log your data. Everybody's gone bushing away with data. They don't take your data. There's loads of really cheap or free VPNs and they make money by selling your data to ad companies. ExpressVPN don't do that. They've developed a technology called Trusted Server. That makes it impossible for their servers to log any of your info. The second reason why I love ExpressVPN is the speed. I've tried loads of VPNs in the past and they slow your connection right down the buffer and all this and can of connect. I hate all that carry on. Since I've been using ExpressVPN, and I've been using it for the last year and a half. My internet speeds are blazing, blazing fast. Even when I connect to servers thousands of miles away, I can still stream HD quality videos with absolutely zero lag. There's no bother at all. The last thing that really sets ExpressVPN apart from other VPNs is how easy it is to use. My dad's using it, and that's a bit, that's a big, big thing. I've got my dad set up with ExpressVPN because like the other ones, unlike the other ones, you don't have to input a program or nothing. You just fire up the app, click one button to connect, and it's mega easy. It's so easy. My dad is using it. And it's not just me saying this. Wired, The Verge, CNET, and other tech experts today, ExpressVPN is the number one VPN in the world. So protect yourself. Protect yourself with a VPN that I use, a that I use. Everybody I know that's using VPNs, they trust ExpressVPN. So use my link, expressvpn.com slash wrestling today and get extra, you get extra three months. You get extra three months and a one year package. So that's expressvpn, expressvpn.com slash wrestling. Visit expressvpn.com forward slash wrestling and you can find out more and you'll be helping this podcast. It's yourselves. Woo! So it's that point in the show now when we jump into the wrestling daft Lorian and usually head back to the past to watch some classic wrestling. Last week with the G1 underway, we took you back to October 25th, 1995 to check out some great Japanese wrestling. The Sama vs. Kabashi in AJPW's Giant Seas. All Japan at its best. Bronze Cello got in touch. He says, great crowd reaction during both entrances and throughout the match. The brainbuster into a powerbomb was insane. Then the floor powerbomb. Two big guys just knocking lumps of each other. And the finish, fucking hell. Misawa deserved the win. Did you aye, watch that, it, Grado? Aye, that brain bus up. Is that no? He's, he's the, the orange crush or something he calls that, is it no? Did you watch it? I know what he it? means. Is that when you get him the suplex, pull him up and fucking sit, sit them out? Did you watch that, it, Grado? I did. I did. I did. I didn't watch it all, mate. Come on. Too long for you. It's too. I mean, it's all right if you've got fucking. Too I was about to say if you've got any wins, I've not got wins. Too, so, too sophisticated, mate. <laughs> no, listen. Rab, I've watched, listen, I've, I bought a Best of Kibashi Masawa DVD years What ago. message did you send in the WhatsApp, in our WhatsApp, mate? Oh, <laughs> I said, well, I can't remember something about... You said, if you've seen one Masawa Kibashi match, you've seen them all. <laughs> Much like my matches, you said. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's true, man. It's, again, it's all... I tell you what, it must be hard gone, going on like that for 45 minutes, because... I mean, first of all, they, 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 they tied up 
and then they broke apart and fucking what a reaction it got just for that I'm thinking to myself fuck if I'd done that in Greenock Town Hall I'd fucking love that reaction for a tie up then they're going back and for it back and for it with the arm drags and they stay the stair off and I'm like wow they've still got like another 37 minutes to go I'd absolutely die off if I'd done that spot and then the referee reached him at 37 to go trips. I just think the pacing in these matches is unbelievable though, right? So you see that period of all Japan. Um, you're having matches with guys like Kawada as well, right? Kawada, Kabashi and stuff. And and the, just the pacing of these matches, the way it builds, fucking drama, it's unbelievable. And, you, no. and the, guy, the guys are wrecked by the end of it, they're knackered by the end of it, you know what I mean? But still... Still at the end, pulling out these you know massive big moves and stuff like that. And but I mean, Jesus Christ, these guys were hurting each other. You know what I mean? Big time. Right, um, and it's but you're right. It, it, it's the perfect pace for a match because they're they're selling, but they don't even need to really sell because it is sale. But they let everything breathe. Everything they do, they do it for a reason, and they let it breathe. There's no that's getting back up, and then like they sell everything all the way through it. It's as it perfect. Selling's incredible. The selling is incredible. Do you it's amazing. Want? Do you know what I loved about it as well? Because I'm not really into Japanese wrestling like you, Gray, though, but it's the, see, like, the ring gear and just, it, you know, for the size of the bot, like, Japanese wrestlers aren't they normally that big, but you put them to, they're brilliant together, don't they? Well, this is a thing. It's a big they look like It's a big chest. These are real men, right? These are, like, big guys who, who both look like they could, they would legitimately wreck you. Like if you said something right and I'm in a pub or something, they would just one hat, one, one move after them, one, one, you know I mean? One push and you'd be flying. Just like strong, <laughs> big men, you know what I mean? And, you know, not nothing, it's no true to say nothing flashy about what they're doing because Kabashi, Kabashi, for example, is actually quite flashy with his moonsaults and stuff like that, you know what I mean? But still, it's, it's this big, strong, serious men as well, you know what I mean? I think it's that as well, it's the seriousness of it. It's like these guys are having a fight. You know what I mean? These guys are having a fight. It's, it's all seriousness. You know what I mean? It's beautiful. And it's I mean, just. Could, you imagine taking one of the slaps to the to the coupon? I'd be the big horns, man. Wow. That would not you. That would be a lot of serious. That would be me. Folks punches. Aye, that would be me. That would be me through the game. You know what I mean? <laughs> it would be um, Gredo's going to be picked next. So, what are we going to go for? I want you to watch. I feel as if I brought this up before, but I'll let if the listeners can let us know. You have mentioned it before, I think. Right, but I, I want people to watch it because I want them to watch Johnny Storm versus Jody Fleisch, CZW Best of the Best 2 in 2002, obviously June 2002, because Neymar, like, because I've done shows with Johnny and Jody for years, and the amount of yanks that come up to him and go, your match was the match that inspired me to go wow, down really? the hallway wrestling. That is like, mate, oh, they get it all the time because it was, it was like the first time that was when that start, that US indie style kicked off major that way after they two wrestling at best of the best. It's just something else. It's like for its time, it's totally timeless. It stands the test of time, but it's like, it really was the you know, AJ style. Was that they, well, he these was guys don't really day. get the credit that they deserve. Absolutely, Rab, man. They don't. They do not get the credit they deserve. They done that match all the world, man. They were like, they honestly paved the way. I mean, you get, you get. Obviously, we we always like kind of appreciate what the world of sport guys done, um, in the seventies and eighties and what have you. But you've got to remember that really, the late nineties there was no wrestling. Early two thousands there was absolutely nothing, and folk like Johnny and Jody brought it right out the gutter. And everybody took notice. They were the first uh, guys to go back and wrestle in America. They were the first guys to to go to Japan. I don't know if I because Jody was in Japan when he was in Mission Echo Pro, wasn't he? Mm, I think so. I I I. Um, so there's so uh, that that inspired so many wrestlers' careers. So I want everybody to go back and watch that match. And uh, it used to be the guys, matches with these guys. A hundred percent working style. I mean, that was a long time ago. And these guys were working a style that would slot right in to like an NXT the day or a WWE the day. Absolutely. You know I mean? it's the, and it's also the match that I would go to my pals. I'd go, I was good, but watch this shit. And they'd be like, wah, this is good. Aye. Even my mom liked it. There you go. So that's what we're watching. That's what we're watching. That's our homework for next week. And check in with your thoughts on that. It'd be good to have a, um, a chat about it, guys. Very good pick, Gredo. Um, let's pick a listener of the week. Who's our listener of the week, guys? 
Why don't we make it uh, Stephen, who sent us that lovely thing, me? Aye, come on, it's got to be Stephen. It's got to be Stephen. It's got to be Stephen. Who's our listener of the week? What do you think? Aye. So, I mean, that that could, you know... Because that's the want, kind of praise we want. We want this. We need this. That's what we need. As as we... Well, I'm saying as our industries are in the bin, but Gredo's been filming a couple of weeks ago and he's going to be filming again shortly, so I don't, so I don't know, obviously. Yeah, spray so, paints things Scott are, is... Things are working out nice for Gredo, so it's... Uh, Gredo's keeping busy, I mean. I'll be... <laughs> <laughs> I'll be this year, Biggin, but... No, I know that's true. That's a, that's a Why have thing. you never done pantomime? Um, just because you know I use flying out sweeties and on it. Yes, I'd end up eating them and on it. I'd like I wouldn't fling them. I'd instead kid on. I was flinging them out. Now sometimes you kid on, you're flinging something for a dog mm-hmm. to chase, and you don't actually fling it. I would do that. You know what I mean? As if I, but I'd actually be stuffing them in my pockets. And then I'd be like about forty stone. Oh, it's it's one of the. The parts of the job you go today, mate. So it makes lots, makes a lot of sense. Could you throw a sweetie like? Could you throw like a wee sweetie if I stood like a hundred yards away for you? Could you throw it right in my mouth? Take yeah. the dish. Just for training, just for the panels. Yeah. Yeah. Have you actually thrown nice sweeties out of Like eighty-seven shows a year. I've done it for five years, so I've done that technically like five hundred times including practicing and a couple of wrestling shows I've done it and all so I should have a good skill level with that aye. especially the Haribos Haribos Star Mix mini bags I should be fucking should get many yeah, mini bags yeah. that's, that's, that's good stuff man. we'll talk about this when we go off air that's interesting stuff um, that's it for this week's show please rate, review and subscribe on Apple or get us on wherever you get your podcast whatever that might be get them anywhere now in your toaster Plus, remember, we now go twice a week, so you can catch us on a Friday, and you can catch the Marks podcast on a Tuesday. They have a lot of fun. What what guests have you got lined up this week? Well, Mark. Gary's just, eh? uh, he's left Sports Kida, and he's now went to Inside the Ropes, so he's uh, kind of in a bit of Does limbo. that mean you've lost access? No, no, we're still over the access, still over the access, so hopefully we'll have a few um, interviews up his sleeve in the next week while, but he's away to Inside but Has Gary done the bunk to Inside the Ropes? Yep, he's, uh, yep. But is he still on this? Aye. That's what Shelves at Bob said, my autobiography should be called On the Ropes. And his should What's be your autobiography be called, Gredo? On the Ropes? Uh, probably That's Myself, something fucking Yeah, That's Myself, it's going uh, to be right. That's right, Myself. Right. No, that's good, That's Myself. Who's yours be? 11. <sighs> Mine <laughs> would be... Called, um, might as well be called Why I Killed Those People. So, uh, also, remember to get on a Patreon, patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft. Also, remember to get on our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft to check out the video version. And why not buy yourself a t shirt? Shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash wrestling daft. Nay backslashes. Grado, it's yourself. It's been a pleasure, John. It's Yourself and all, it's been a pleasure. Up the road. Up the road to Bathies, up the road to everybody listening, and stay safe in these strange and troubling times. Audio Frontier. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.